Hello and welcome to Raccoon City. This is the FMV Sequence, a podcast that explores movie adaptations of video games trying to figure out if they are good or bad. I am one of your hosts, Jordan Pritchard, the nemesis of the group. Who else is joining me today? I'm the host, Ashley Jones. You're definitely nemesis. I'm glad that you chose that title because there's nothing better that I could have selected for you. Um, We're also joined by uh, producer Ben Anderson. Yeah, I had also said that I was going to be nemesis this time, so I feel like we all just showed up to the costume party wearing the same costume. Um, Now things are awkward. We got our tentacles crossed. Anyways, who else is here? Hello! It's Tyler Lur. She's our audio technic. If you noticed by now, by the title and the little thingy next to the episode, this is not Max Payne. Because last time we said next episode is going to be Max Payne. That didn't happen. Uh, instead, we're doing our first ever sequel, Resident Evil Apocalypse. Which I felt was uh, kind of purposeful because this month, the new Resident Evil reboot comes out. Welcome to Raccoon City. And this movie itself is the closest that this franchise ever actually gets to the games. Speaking of, Ben, why don't you set it up for us? Welcome to the Apocalypse. The premier video game movie franchise is back and better? Question mark? Than ever in the direct sequel to Resident Evil, which is Resident Evil Apocalypse. Released in 2004 and directed by Alexander Witt, we follow our returning hero, Alice, as she teams up with Officer Jill Valentine and reporter Terry Morales? Morales? Probably Morales. Alright, Morales. It is Morales. <laughs> Among others, to escape from Raccoon City, which has been overrun by zombies and is under quarantine by the Umbrella Corporation. Along the way, they face several challenges, including the deadly Nemesis, or Nemesis. As they work to rescue Angela Ashford, the daughter of Umbrella researcher Charles Ashford. Um, the movie, despite receiving a fair share of negative reviews, managed to do pretty... Actually, this bonkers, like this blew my mind how well this movie did. So it grossed over $21 million in its first weekend, making and it made over $130 million worldwide by the end of its box office run. And it, it only had a $45 million budget. So it like made... Um, it's money back and then some and so it did pretty well um, the plot of the movie takes a fair amount of inspiration from Resident Evil 3 uh, skipping over the second one kind of pulling a couple of elements but because it takes from Resident Evil 3 we're going to be talking a lot about that so released in 1999 Resident Evil 3 the third installment of the Resident Evil franchise just in case you didn't know <laughs> takes place at the same time as the second game where the player takes control of Jill Valentine as she also battles her way to escape Raccoon City as it's being overrun with zombies and mutated creatures like Nemesis. Uh, the game was a universal success um, with a lot of reviews citing the new enemies like Nenef- uh, Nemesis and a couple of the other uh, monsters and stuff like that. It just it basically had a more concrete, like well-rounded gameplay. Um, people really like the graphics. Um, so the game sold over 500,000 units by the end of its first year and has now sold over 4.5 million copies since its release. And that's not including the reboot that came out about a year ago. So uh, that's all I got for you. So let's jump into it.
From the leading name in biotechnology comes Regenerate. The breakthrough from the Umbrella Corporation. My name is Alice. I work for the Umbrella Corporation. There was an accident. And everybody died. The trouble was, they didn't stay dead. Pursuit of human perfection, accidents will happen. There's been an incident. How bad is it? We're reopening the hive. I want to know what went on down there. Sir, there's something in here. The infection is spreading faster than anyone could have anticipated. Seal the gates. Our men are still out there. Just do it. We're expendable assets. And we've just been expended. Now, those left behind We're gonna take you home. must battle an enemy that will not die. What was that? We're gonna need more ammo. Move! I'm good. But I'm not that good. They did something to me. They changed me. And one corporation... The nemesis is now fully activated. ...will do everything to bury its dark secret. You know exactly how far Umbrella will go. I used to work for them. I learned the error of my ways. Initiate launch proceedings. Any of you seen this before? Why are you raising your hand? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have. This is, this is an audio format. You don't have to do visual things. I watched this movie um, on the Sci-Fi Channel growing up as a kid. Okay. Because um, I would catch things like Resident Evil. I would catch the Underworld series, and I caught like the the guns version of Alice Wonderland a lot. And I liked watching them, but I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know there was video games for it. I just like saw it. Yeah. So. But th so this was like your first time like viewing it with an understanding. Viewing it with intention, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what you, what'd you think? I thought the first five minutes was the first movie. Yeah, it, it it ends with, or I mean, it begins with the ending of the first movie. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly, I didn't hate this movie. Um, I actually kind of liked it, but I don't know that I'd watch it again. Yeah. I. So for me personally, I find this to be the best one of the series, the funnest of the series. And when it comes to every like the special effects, probably the strongest because it has minimal CGI. Oh boy. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. In comparison. I was looking for all the CGI watching, it, knowing that when I got here it would be a problem. Right. I mean, my my favorite part is nemesis being an actual creature and the prosthetics and the suit yep. look pretty rad yeah how big he, was can't, that? he can't raise his arms <laughs> i mean he raises them enough to lift up a minigun and he's a like, he, rocket launcher just has action figure type like yeah when he had the like the, what is it called it's not a rocket launcher per se it's um yeah it's like a he had like a minigun mm -hmm. with a with what five thousand rounds jesus like yeah. it's a lot unlimited a lot. if you think about it <laughs> 
He was. We I, never I, saw him reload. So. <laughs> <laughs> he was pretty scary. Codes. Yeah. Yeah. I, and from the get go, they they kind of, they don't even like tease him. They're just like activate Nemesis, and there's just a picture of his face right there. And you're like, oh, you didn't want to tease that at all. Like, <laughs> you didn't want to be like, oh, this creepy thing's coming. Like, what is it? It's like, yeah. no, there he is. He's just there. You could have had fun wordplay like their greatest nemesis is coming or something <laughs> stupid like the that. writers were like, no, this is him. Here he is. I think it's because people already knew him in a way. The people that play the games. Yeah, I mean, he was him. the he was on the cover of the game. Like, yeah. I mean, the original Resident Evil Three is called Resident Evil Three colon Nemesis. Like, it's the title. It's he's very important to the. Like, one of the most iconic characters of Resident Evil. And that's why he's in Dead by Daylight. Of course. Everything always comes back to Dead by Daylight. Yeah. <laughs> he's one of my favorite characters to play as, too. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Are you a Nemesis main? <clears throat> I mean, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> we'll get back to that later. That's probably related to somehow trauma or something. But um, I like seeing him moving around. I Again, I haven't. When I was a kid, I didn't take it in. So I didn't really think about him as a character, knowing now the games and also Dead by Daylight, and I'm seeing him in like a different kind of medium. Seeing him in a movie was cool. Yeah. And I liked it, and he was scary. Um, liked it. Not If I was in that spot, I would not be having a great time. Right. And Raccoon City is not the spot to be in. No. Also, I don't know that I would throw a nuclear bomb on it, Raccoon City. That whole thing was kind of weird, and I was like, mm. I mean, that's what happened. Right. That's, how, that's how you quarantine something. That's how you. Right. What, what, what did they say? They cleanse is that what we something? did? Is that what we quarantined with the COVID? Is that what you did? You used a nuclear bomb? Maybe we did. And we're just in purgatory yeah. right now. Yeah. Maybe maybe if we would have, we wouldn't be going into year two of COVID, you know? Continuing on. <laughs> um, what was your favorite part? Why do you, why you like this movie so much? Um, Well, I think this is one of the, this is definitely one of the first rated R movies I ever bought as a DVD, like on DVD. Yeah. So I think that's part of it. Um, do you think that it stuck well with the game? No. <laughs> to be fair, no. It. Um. So I've never played the original. I. I've never. I started with four. Resident Evil Four mm-hmm. is my first one. I've tried going back and playing the tank control ones. Not my jam. I have played the remake. Remake's really fun. Really good. I think that it has, thematically, it fits in. This is the first time that we have real characters from the game. Jill Valentine. Uh, is it Oscar Olivero? I can't yeah. remember his name. The the Umbrella SWAT man. The SWAT man. And then his, his friend Nikolai. Mm-hmm. In the game, Nikolai is actually a bad guy. So it was it's interesting that he's like a good guy in this one. Was Yuri in the game as well? Yuri is. Yes. Yeah. But he's not introduced well. No, and he doesn't last long. No. Um. So, I think it's got some good parts. It's kind of a combination. It's like it's taking this original story and character Alice from the first movie that has nothing to do with anything other than zombies and uh, underground facility, and then placing it into the game world. That that's what it feels like. And then from now on, that's exact. That's that's all it feels like is just because after this it's like post-apocalyptic, and then it's just like picking and choosing assets from the games and putting it in just like. Here's Wesker. Here's an executioner zombie. And it's just like, I don't, whatever was popular at the time. So this one feels the best, but it's also really bad in one major aspect, and that's the combat. 
it does MCU style combat where it's just quick cuts and shaky cam, and you're like, I don't know what's happening right now, but I'm assuming they're fighting. Like the final fight. Yeah. Yeah. Like if that was cleaned up a little bit, movie would be probably one of the best. I think. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think it's interesting to see Raccoon City. Um, obviously, it's the most well known from Resident Evil, um, and also Nemesis being one of the best. Like zombies, he's not really a zombie, but like super powered. He's, he's based on so the whole concept of Nemesis is actually the Terminator. Like right, yeah. His whole concept is that he is a biomechanical creature that is a super soldier sent to target for assassination, just like the Arnold Schwarzenegger um, Terminator. Even so much so that they have like references in. The Resident Evil Three. I think I I've just only seen it in the remake, but like there's like a movie poster that like looks like a a Terminator exoskeleton, and it's just like the nemesis you've been waiting for or something like that. Yeah. So it's like it's very much like a one for one Terminator. But why well, change it if it works? You know? Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I liked I liked seeing the stuff that people love from the games, and I think that it was fun. But I, I again, I did I never we never liked Alice. Did we like Alice? I didn't like Alice. Did you like Alice? No, I don't. Okay, first of all, she was dressed like Tomb Raider <laughs> the whole game or yeah. the whole uh, movie. Yep. Also, she just gets the T virus right. She keeps waking up in hospitals. Something's wrong with her T virus. It just felt like why is she here? I like Jill Valentine again. People that are iconic that we know very well, but. I just, her being anywhere in that movie, I was like, why are we doing this right now? Why is she fighting Nemesis? Why is she doing okay? Not the first time, but the second time, you know? Yeah. Do so. y'all think, and I it could be wrong here, because I don't think it's done well, but do you think that she's supposed to be like the audience surrogate? We talked about that the first time. Yeah. I think we all said yes. You mean Alice? Yeah, Alice. Yeah, I mean. To yeah. a point. I mean, she also does like have like a major plot element, so she's not just like. I'm just a random bystander that gets thrown into this world. And the first but. one specifically, yes, because I, she has amnesia yeah. and it's like she's learning everything while we learn it. So she's definitely our surrogate. And this one, she wakes up not understanding fully what's going on, right? Like yeah, it's up. more this time. It's more of like, what if you were thrown into and like you had the powers? Because like this movie, another thing about this movie that I kind of love is that it's not afraid to just be bonkers. Like yep. every combat sequence is like. Like when she comes into the church and she just like comes in on the motorcycle and she's just like move and then like shoots the motorcycle out and then has it like connect with the liquor. So then it flies in the air and then she shoots it twice in slow-mo with those CGI bullets, which, which had the the umbrella logo. Yeah. Yeah. Her (laughs) eye did at one point too. Yeah. yeah. So, and then that explodes like this movie is like, yeah, we, we know that it's stupid. Like, so have fun with it. Mm -hmm. So I dug it. Because it's it knows it's stupid. It's not trying to be highbrow. It's just you want to see a lady kick people and shoot stuff. You're gonna see it. It was definitely more entertaining than the first one. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because like I think they were just like we're not trying to be a movie adaptation of <laughs> of the of the game. Like they're like we're just gonna do our own thing. And we're just gonna pull what we want from it. And I think because of that they have more freedom to. Like you said, be bonkers with it. Yeah. I think that they still did a good job of like introducing more people from stars and, and the T virus and explaining like Raccoon City in a way that, you know, as a video game lover, although I didn't play those games when they came out, I think that I would be appreciative of the of the movie, although they were doing yeah. their own thing. Um and I think that everyone wants like kick ass fighting scenes. So obviously you want to have fun and do fun stuff in those movies, but 
you know, being crazy is one thing. And I think that although it wasn't like Mortal Kombat bad, I think that this movie was watchable. Yeah. I and talking about like kind of fan service, you know, this is coming Boobies. out around <laughs> coming out around the same time <laughs> as the reboot. And in the trailers alone, I've already seen like fan service lines that I'm not too stoked about. Like, Can I give an example? Um, there is a, a scene where Jill in the new movie is sitting with someone and they she takes their food and she's like, No, this is mine. This is Jill's sandwich, which is a whole thing from the first game when Jill almost gets smushed by a, a trap and then Barry says, you were almost a Jill sandwich. <laughs> and so like that's like a reoccurring joke and Capcom just in general, um, like Dead Rising had a, a sandwich stop called Jill sandwiches. But so they're already throwing and at that point. It's like, come on, dude, this, is, this has been going on for two decades. I don't need this joke again. Why? It's still <laughs> funny. But they didn't do that in this movie. And Jill in this movie, like the jump of Jill's like Jill won, like from the first <laughs> game is like kind of like meat and like she's part of the stars unit, but kind of like the newbie. And then in three, she's like, I've seen some shit. Like, y'all have to pay attention. Umbrella is fucking stuff up. And then everyone's like, nah, fuck you. And in this movie, she's just like, when she just walks into the police station, she's just popping zombies in the head. And you're like, yo, I don't know. Like, even if you're a cop, you can't just walk into a police station just <laughs> popping dudes. Can we start from what you kind of just said about Jill? And this is like, I'm not talking about the movie. I'm just talking about in general. You would think that someone making it into stars wouldn't be like the meek newbie. Like they've already had to be through stuff. Like they know some things. They're like completely professional, very well trained. It's not just like I was a street cop doing parking tickets and now I'm in stars. You know what I mean? Like this is somebody that should have been more high, highly like trained. But that's besides the point. Um, I did like Jill in this movie. I thought she was cool. Yeah. She's badass. And that's why it was funny. Because Jill's already the badass heroine of Resident Evil. So then you throw in Alice, and then she's like, I'm good, but not that good. And it's like, right? Like, we didn't really need this superpower lady. And that, that, that gets kind of, like, questionable as the film's going. Because she, be, she basically becomes Neo, but for zombies. And mm-hmm. it's, like, it's yeah. really weird. Yeah, I didn't like it either. Um, and also, like, most people, you see the movie turn into zombies later. Yeah. So... You kind of expect that. It's, I mean, I guess in the zombie movie, you do expect your main characters to turn into zombies. But it was really like anybody that she met, eventually they were going to be a zombie. Yeah. But And then, like, the rules of her powers don't make sense. Like, at the end when she's escaping from the Umbrella Lab. Yeah. And she just makes that dude's brain bleed yep. through the yep. cameras. And you're just like, how? What? How, how does she know? Is it because she's hooked up to the I don't know. It doesn't Didn't sense. they mention that she, like, remembered everything they did to her? Yeah, but yeah, it's like she kept saying like my name is Alice. It's Cooper, right? That's her last name. I don't know. I don't remember. Maybe it is. It was. Yeah, I mean, I whatever it was, it wasn't a real name because it was like a whole cover story for her yeah. being the. I just remember saying she's like my name is Alice. I remember everything or some shit. Like she was. I think she says that verbatim or something. I watched this today at work, and which is sketchy because naked zombies. Yeah. Um. But I had somebody when my coworkers walking behind me, and they're like. Oh my gosh, I I love this movie series. I was like, do you know about the games? And they're like, what games? Hmm. And I just sat there and I looked at them and I was like, here's my card. <laughs> no, but I was just like, you know, people, again, we talked about this last episode when we were talking about Resident Evil. People watch these movies not needing to play the games, mm-hmm. which 
I feel like in some cases we've we've seen content that you do in a way um, because they do heavily play on the fact that that's their audience. This was like, we're going to theaters, baby, and anybody can watch it. Yeah, well, I mean, because I think because they're so fundamentally different from the games, especially the new ones and the newer movies, like, they're just two completely different things with the same name. I mean, I think I think now, especially with, like, the animated series and stuff, I think that that's just, like, this is its own type of medium. Like, this mm-hmm. is its own story. Yeah. And that's separate. Um, and the games are important, but I think that it's, like, almost two, two different things. Yeah, for sure. It it is it's gonna get really weird when they incorporate stuff because, like in Resident Evil Five, the game is like Jill gets mind controlled and made a bad guy, and so eventually they just do that in the movies. But it doesn't make any sense because in by that time within Resident Evil, they've moved away from zombies and they now are dealing with this parasite, like insectoid thing. So they just kind of start throwing that in there, but in the movies, it's still zombies because they never got away from that part. And it's just like, I don't, how does this fit? It doesn't fit. Okay. They're just tossing things together. They're very Frankenstein. Kind of like it's Nemesis. A joke. <laughs> it's a solid joke. Did, did it make you guys sad that um, Matt was Nemesis? I forgot who Matt was. <laughs> <laughs> he was uh he was baby blue eyes in the first one that was all googly over Alice. Yeah, fuck Matt. Yeah, I mean oh, like wow. I don't know why she cared about Matt so much, but you know, maybe it's just because they both went through that trauma together, but I'm like Yeah, eh. trauma love, dude. That trauma love conquers all. Yep. It for sure. Mm. <laughs> Again, there's some trauma there somewhere. <laughs> What I'm just saying, survive a apocalyptic event with someone, you're gonna catch some they feelings. Didn't survive though. You're gonna catch feelings. Yeah. They didn't survive though. He died. No, Horribly. he didn't die. He just got taken away when he started mutating because he had the little tentacles coming out of his arm. Yeah, but that ain't that ain't bad. Girls like tentacles. You know what I mean? I know. But the thing that that's probably the one negative about this movie is that Nemesis has no tentacles when he's got many tentacles. Yeah, but they they probably would have done that CG though. So I don't think you would have liked it anyways. Yeah, they're True. not going to get fucking they're not going to do that practical. Absolutely not. Yeah. I'm trying to think like I still think it's impressive they did Nemesis practical to be I funny. know. It's great. Do you think that was impressive cuz earlier you were roasting the fact that he couldn't lift up his arms? I don't think it looks good. I just think it's impressive that they did you that. You don't think it looks good? I, I think it looks it... okay. It looks it looks okay, but it's just like I don't take that this is some If you big put bad. that next to next to, like next to next If you put Nemesis next to Thanos, which one looks better? <laughs> Thanos, Thanos every single time. What the fuck are you talking about? He, oh no. He has what? full articulation. What do you mean? <laughs> like dude looks like a fucking cartoon no he, he does look it's, like a cartoon yes not really yes no i'm pulling up a picture yeah but dude, compared to this the, nemesis like it looks like a real thing yeah but he looks like a like a dork like he doesn't look scary he looks plenty scary he's got skin he's missing and pieces nope. where they shouldn't be where his eye used to be and yeah, his teeth just, are constantly like, showing I, like oh no nose like i don't know okay but neither does voldemort and We'd still bang him, I, well, so. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourself. And, and the new the new versions of Nemesis, he actually does have a nose because, like, his skin, his face skin has been stretched, but it's just, like, pushed to the side. And it's just all, like, looshed and um, set to, it looks gross. But yeah. yeah, this Nemesis does look good. It looks rad. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you are in love with fake CG. 
are you talking about? Also, this guy does look. This version of Nemesis also does look like um the one of the Cenobites with the teeth. Yeah, Cheddar. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that. Also, <laughs> dislike. You know, the entire time that we were watching this movie, I honestly thought that Nemesis looked like a super mutant for from from Fallout. Mm. Like hardcore, thought he looked like a super mutant. And I was like, oh shit. The super right. mutant. And I was like, oh shit. Nemesis. Uh, I think it, not that he's not original, but I mean, I think a lot of places grab and go for these types of monsters, so it's yeah. probably they all look the same. That's true. I mean, probably the original imprint is Frankenstein, obviously. Right. I just, uh, like, this little toy thing, um, I, you can't see the picture, obviously, but, like, that, that's scary, Ben. Scary. Until you realize that he has to walk like a toy soldier. Like, what are you talking about? He, he walks like a Terminator. Which is what he just said they're referenced yeah, from. Yeah, he's, he's supposed to be Terminator. I get Look, I'm look, I'm sorry. Ben Anderson's a hater. I'm so sorry. Tyler Lurch I made you watch Terminator. Is better I know, I Terminator. And he was terrifying, right? Because yeah, he's, he's a robotic. He's nemesis. Jordan, okay, did you, um, we have to demote him, I think. Yeah. I mean, we're getting close. <laughs> Tyler, are you good at writing? Look, I'm not saying he wasn't terrible. Like he was good for what it was, but he was just a little goofy. That's all I'm saying. And I applaud the attempt because, like you said, oh. I don't think it would have worked in CG. So I agree with you. It does look good practically, but he's just he ain't he ain't super scary. Why? Okay, so Thanos versus Nemesis is like a thing. Oh, I didn't know that. Oops. Yeah, Thanos would whip his ass. No, go ahead and tell me yourself, because I can read you what the results are going to be, but please tell me, if Thanos and Nemesis fought, who would win? Thanos. He has the Infinity Gauntlet. What are you talking about? No contest. Without the Infinity Gauntlet? Even then, he's still a Titan. He's yep. one of the immortal... Well, he's not immortal, but... But Nemesis the is beings. the ultimate tyrant, which is, like... <laughs> <laughs> that's, he's literally a tyrant-class, like, bioweapon. That's what... It says him as an Infinity Being versus the Infinity Gauntlet, basically. Because you haven't played, so if you played the the remake of three, no, no, I'm saying I know you haven't. I'm saying if you play it, like every time that Nemesis gets defeated, he adapts and changes. So there's like one point when Jill blows him up with like a ton of rocket launchers and shit, and she's Mm -hmm. like, "Oh, he's gone." Then he just he comes back bigger as like a dog form, like Mm -hmm. this big four legged monster thing. Yeah. So she has to fight him again. Thinks she kills him. He gets bigger, and he just keeps, like, every time you kill him, he just absorbs more, like, meat. I guess he just absorbs, yeah, he's like, zombies. scary for, like, us. What if you bazooka Thanos' face? What? What if you bazooka Thanos' face? I think he would bleed a little bit. Like, what are you talking about? Iron Man shot him with, like, right. like whatever his chest beam was, and he just got a little bitty scratch. I mean, who knows what that chest beam is? It's probably, like... It's more powerful <laughs> than a fucking rocket launcher. What are you talking about? It's an energy weapon. <laughs> So mad. I mean, it's just a flashlight. Anyway, everyone says it's gonna be a stalemate. So, wait. So, who did, they said it'd be a stalemate. Yeah, it's a dumb fucking poll. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> oh my god. That's so stupid. You know? Do you know why Nemesis would win? Hmm. Because Thanos is a uh, CGI and therefore incorporeal, and could he'd be not a guy in like anything. a dot suit. Yeah, and yeah, um, and then Nemesis, Nemesis is just an actual person. Nemesis is made punch. out of wax and latex. And so he could just put a really hot you don't like light latex? next to him. What? Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. If I was gonna get this movie, 
any credit, it was that I liked the practical effects, although I'm not I'm not against CGI. I know. Did you like the zombie dog? No. Okay. Do you like the zombie dogs, Jordan? I mean, they're practical. I can tell you from the trailer of the new one, they're they're not. Why would they do practical nowadays? They've got well, like pretty well done CGI. Because pretty well isn't good enough. We look, we saw those liquors. Those liquors look terrible in this movie. They knew they looked bad too. That's why they were in such a dark room. Is that your favorite so type of like enemy? Liquor? Mm-hmm. No, they're just pretty iconic. Yeah. And it's also it's it does the classic sequel where the liquor from the like in the first movie is like the big scary thing at the end you're like oh shit like what is that and then this one's like there's three of them you know it's it's scary but that's yeah. not the scariest it's the thing out there danger, yeah yeah, yeah. So. and then this was um this also kind of has a little bit of an homage to like night of the living dead whenever they're in the graveyard mm. and the zombies rise from their graves that was kind of funny cuz there's like no explanation for that cuz they shouldn't have it's not like they were infected with the virus from the get-go. Right. Yeah. Well, I was looking at like the uh, game comparisons with this movie, and someone actually made a joke about that, saying like, either the world was having its own zombie apocalypse at the exact same time, <laughs> and also the T virus is like separate instance, but at the same time in Raccoon City, or there's something fishy going on, you know? Yeah. But I mean, you know what the original Night of the Living Dead cause of zombies was, right? I do not. Space dust. What'd you say? Space dust. You're joking. No. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> dust. Space dust. Dust from dust. space. Like a meteor or like dust? Dust. Like dust from space yeah. falls on Earth and it contaminates everyone. And so anybody that has died or when they die becomes a zombie. No so matter what. already dead or no? It doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter about that. Like, it zombie reanimates. bites kill you. Yeah. But you're already going to be, like, if you get shot and die, you become a zombie. There's a book that I really like based in London, basically, when you hit a certain age. I know what you're talking about. Oh, Harry Potter. (laughs) 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 No, it's about a group of, uh, like, schoolboys who have to, like, adapt to this world that's crumbling around them. Because anybody over the age of 16 becomes a zombie. Yes. And so, like, they live in a museum at one point, and there's, like, a great fire in London. They have to start, keep moving. and They they live in a Buckingham Palace at some point. Yeah. They they, they hit all the landmarks. It's pretty good. I mean, it's it's sad because, like, you know, your friend's getting older, and you're like, well. That's, like, peak puberty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's, there's like, a. It's it's, it's basically a representation of puberty and getting older. Oh. And dying. Anyways. Yeah. Um, Yeah. What was the point of that? What was I bringing up? I'm sorry, I, I distracted know. you. You need to distract me. Um, I don't know what I was trying to say to you, but oh, well, zombies. Uh, yeah, basically, you're gonna be a zombie either way. You're you're destined to have that, whether you die. But I actually think in that adaptation, if you die, because at one point he's laying like next to his friend, and his friend's really sick, and he dies, and he doesn't turn into a zombie. Um, but if you live to 16, you will be. Yep. Interesting. You don't remember what it's called, though. Absolutely not. I read the same book series, and I cannot remember for yeah, the I read, fucking like, life of me. I read four what of them. I read all of them, and I, I, I like sometimes I'll think about them, and I'll be like, Those "You want to know what it is? It's because they had a series name, but they put them in really tiny font yeah. above because each book had its different." I can name. see it. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about because I think one I was called like it. the Enemy or something like uh-huh. that, and then they had it in tiny ass font on the on the. On the I remember specifically that they're living in 
Buckingham Palace at one point. So the bad the bad teens were living in Buckingham Palace, uh-huh. but the good no. ones were coming from the grocery store. They took over store. the bad teens, and they, then they, they were they like, they "Oh merged. my gosh, they have such good food!" But it was actually canned dog food. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then they tried to bring in this one girl into their group, and they also like was... perfume because they were dousing themselves yep. in huge bottles of perfume. Yep. They were in a bus. Yep. yep. Yes. It was also a weird point where like they realized that like the zombies were kind of sentient because they ran mm-hmm. across some of the adults that were playing dress up in those, like the yes. department store. Yep. Yeah, and they also had the subplot of like the little like seven year olds running around. The kids was sad, and then one of them got brutally dismembered. <laughs> I don't know what that fucking book series was, but it was brutal as shit, dude. Yeah, yeah oh it was. My God, so was that. And this is the furnace. We'll talk about this later. We'll talk about all this later. I'm so sorry. Okay, Jordan. sorry. <laughs> uh, the first book is called The Enemy, and the series is called The Dead. And ah, that's a dumbass name for that. The fear. <laughs> Like all the sequels are like the fear, the sacrifice, the yep. fallen, the haunted, the end. Yep. Yeah, who wrote them? Um, Charlie Higson. I remember seeing his. Oh my god, this is giving me flashbacks. Those are good books. Oh man. Jordan, did you ever read these? No. Okay. He didn't read. What do you mean? Um, they were published. Yeah, they they were published the year I graduated high school. So. What year was that? Two thousand nine. Okay, we were about ten, so that made sense for us. Mm-hmm. Because I got them from my sister because she got she fell in love with them. Yeah, they're good. I think I actually might still have one of them, the first one. Sounds cool. I dig it. Zombies. I like zombie stuff. Yeah. You guys know that. Also, to pull this back into Resident Evil 3, um, while I was looking up photos. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. No, you're good. You looked at photos? Yeah, I was looking at photos to make fun of Nemesis again. Okay. And they have a lot of high-res images of him just like in stock and just like in a bright like photo shoot. And he's wearing a lot of leather and it made me think he could make a really good dominatrix. He's always worn a lot of leather. Yeah, I know, but this one specifically, he's got like the skirt. You know what I mean? I I think he could pull it off. The skirt. Somebody also sells uh, rubber ducky versions of him. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, it's pretty cute. <laughs> Jordan already has that. He actually has a body pillow. Not scary, yeah. but cute. With a tentacle. Look at pictures real quick. Yeah. Wait, they have a body pillow version of him. Yeah. They got all sorts of stuff. Fun stuff. I like his. I like his new look where it's not leather. It's like. Body bags that he's wearing. Mm-hmm. Kind of. This caution tape, too, right? Kind of badass. Yeah. You tell me that's not Tomb Raider. Somebody, please. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Yeah. I don't know what made her decide to pick that assortment of clothes when she was in that military surplus store, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but that scene almost was very Terminator as well, because, you know, when Kyle Reese works. goes into. That is a sick ass Blu ray cover. That's it. Yeah, that is rad. Um, yeah, but in Terminator, when Kyle Reese like comes back in time, and then he only like he, he steals the pants from a hobo, and then that's all of his clothes. And then he breaks into a department store, and then like gets a shirt and a jacket and stuff. And she kind of does the same thing. She breaks into that military surplus, puts the clothes on, and then freaks out because she's got T virus in her blood. I have actually gone to a military surplus store one time, and I bought a medics bag, and I used it as a purse for a very long time. I, I, it's the best place to shop. Wow. You've had a lot of bags. I have a lot of bags. A lot of different kinds of bags. Yeah, she carries a lot of baggage around. Yeah. <laughs> can't you tell? Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm funny. Oh. <laughs> I can't wait to see when that starts. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It probably just goes over your head. Yeah. Um, we love our short gangs, Jordan. Don't worry. I, it being 411 is okay. You know? I'm not. Okay. Short. So, um, 
So getting back to the movie, is Dr. Ashford a character from the series? You know, that is a very good question that I could not answer for you. I'm just saying, because <laughs> like I said, I haven't played one, two, or three of the originals. I've played two and three on the remakes, and like maybe half of the first one of remake, but that one also has tank controls, and my old brain can't comprehend. <laughs> I, I really hate that whole mentality of like, Oh, is forward. Oh, no, never mind. Hold on. It sounds familiar, but there's there's so many doctors and researchers and scientists within Umbrella that I think if you do any compound word name, it's part of it. You know, Ashford, Williamson, Sonoma. What side would you be on? What side would I be on? Mm-hmm. I mean, realistically, I would have died in the first wave. I'm not. <laughs> Very agile. I'm You're not, not a prepper. No. Are you sure? Being no, being a homebody hermit is not the same thing as being a. You probably would go weeks without even knowing what's happening. Yeah, but I, then I would just die anyway. I would die as soon as it was time to go get Whataburger, <laughs> and I just be like, "Why is the street so clear? Where, where's the service?" If this movie taught us anything, the clear streets, you can still get into an accident and die. So yeah. Well, I mean, it's really easy to crash your car when you're looking at stripper boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Which, speaking of, um, Tyler, that was your favorite <laughs> character, right? LJ? No, not the stripper boobs. My shit's customized, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I loved LJ um, as a character. I think he was probably the best kind of comedic relief for this movie. Um I mean, it wasn't a super dark movie, as is, but I thought LJ as a character kind of rounded out the whole cast, because, I mean, you had Jill? Which one was Jill? Jill Valentine? Okay, yeah. Jill Valentine, who is, like, the Tomb Raider badass kind of, so like, wry comments, just kind of, mm-hmm. like, dry kind of shit. And then you had, what was the other chick's name? You had Alice? Alice, who is like stone cold, stone cold killer lady. They seem to both be. Go ahead. What? Go. Keep going. Okay. And <laughs> then you had um, Carlos. Just avoid names, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can't. <laughs> it's Carlos. The movie. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, and then there was Carlos, who is kind of like the guiding hand, who is also weirdly a ninja. Yep. And then you had LJ, who's just like an everyday dude who was in a fucking jail cell and was like yo let me go they were like yeah okay and then he was like my shit's customized bitch <laughs> and that's all i have to say about that <laughs> wait okay the the fucking line he gave to the head baddie of um fucking umbrella the the the, the fucking line he gave to the head of head guy of umbrella in the helicopter was so badass. I can't remember what it was, though. Uh, was it where he punches him in the face? Yes. <laughs> I don't remember. The line was, the the bad guy goes to the pilot of the helicopter, and he says, why aren't we in the air yet? And LJ turns around, and he says, I usually drive a Cadillac, and then punches <laughs> the dude in the face. Yeah. So, that was the line. But, yeah, LJ... As far as I know, isn't in any of the games, but he is a welcome addition. Everything he said was hilarious. I love that he is a normal dude 
with gold Desert Eagle pistols. Like, that's just not a normal gun to just have, especially two of. Akimbo. Gold De- Deagle Akimbo. That's what he's got going on. Um, I, I, I loved it, the, the scene where all the stars people are in, like, a photocopy place for some reason. Yeah. And he goes there, and the nemesis is, like, scanning them, and he's like, 12 stars, and then one shoot, like, the sniper shoots him, and he's like, oh, no, 13 stars, and one civilian, and he just mows them all down, and then it, it says, one civilian, mildly armed, and then he drops, and he's like, no contest, and he's like, sorry, dude, you go about your day, and then it's just like, later, dude, word up, it was great, <laughs> I love it. So I was looking up to see if, um... LJ is um, in the games, and so I don't know if you know, but there's a Resident Evil wiki, but it's not well um, formatted. And <laughs> Weird. One, his Jordan name, actually wrote that. His, what do you mean? His oh, name God. is Lloyd Jefferson Wayne. Yeah. So that's his name. And so it says Lloyd Jefferson Wayne, also known as LJ, was a former Walmart employee and a dim-witted survivor of the Raccoon City incident and global outbreak, and then he became an anti-umbrella Renegade Dimwit. <laughs> oh my god! I'm like, why do you have to call him Dimwit? The author has such just animosity for him. He just keeps parading him. Maybe that's maybe that's why you'll survive. Because if you're a Dimwit, you'll make it. Yeah, I hope so. I don't think I think he thought that Dimwit meant like funny person. God, I hope. Do we have a Google? Hold on. I'm. I am happy to say. I'm happy to say that uh, LJ does return in the next one. So, oh, yeah. Dimwit means a stupid or silly person. He's just bonkerly silly. I know, but it's just. <laughs> yeah, it was great. And then, also, whenever he says GTA, motherfucker, and that's it's my like, favorite line from him. <laughs> Ten points. <laughs> it's wrong game, wrong publisher. Yeah. Wrong country of origin. I mean, he wasn't going to say Resident Evil, motherfucker. Like, what do you... I mean, you could say Biohazard. They should have said Biohazard yeah, at some point. Better, but I don't think the people who made this movie played the games, so... Ooh. That <laughs> <laughs> was pretty apparent. So... Are you rating it? Yeah, you said that you would not watch it again. Just... We need to find an official scale. Um, is it one through five? Yeah, I mean, I think five I thought is better. it was just a pass-fail like does this work as a movie a video game that works for me too i like pass fail i think it passes i wish all my classes were pass fail yeah then i'd have a A lot more failures what are you talking about no jordan not more than i have now i'll tell you that that's true i i think it's a pass what do you think oh definitely okay it passes no you know what fuck you because you're the one that said nemesis isn't cool i didn't say he wasn't cool i just said he Pass or fail? He oh, thumbs pass. up. The thumbs nice. up of approval from our audio engineer. <laughs> Look, Nemesis is fine. He's scary, sort of. I feel like he'd be easy to get away from, but fine. If he corners you, I'm sure you're fucked. But it, it's like Michael Myers. It's not about escaping them. It's that they'll never stop. Like, It's not that if you get away from him, he won't find you. It's that he will just continuously find yeah, you. Yeah, but again... Michael Myers has full uh, articulation. Michael like Myers, we can't around. get away from him. He keeps showing up. He can move around. He can, like, he moves his arm up to stab people. Listen, like, d- listen. 
this movie is not the end all be all of Nemesis. He does move around quite a bit. Yeah, uh, I know that. We're, we're talking strictly in this movie. Like also, in the games, he's probably terrifying. But okay, and I know that you see him as like a zombie John McCain or some shit where he can't get his arms John- up. But <laughs> <laughs> he definitely does because there's the fight scene when he reaches up and pulls off that piece of rusted metal to start using it as like mm-hmm. a sword. He reaches up. I wonder how long that took the costume department to figure that out. Once you get him, you're so she's... salty for yeah. what? I'm Wrap sorry. this up. I'm sorry. What is I'm wrong just... with you? I don't know. He's in a bad mood today. <laughs> I, that probably one of the coolest characters after Pyramid Head. We've had Pyramid Head, and now we've had Nemesis. Probably like two of the coolest, most iconic. I'm not saying poor he's game lame. characters. And you to Pyramid Head too, and you said he was lame. What? I say he was. I did not fucking say he yes, was lame. He what are you did. talking? Did you actually say that? No. Yes. No. What are you talking about? You're trying to make me look bad now. <laughs> what are you talking about? Don't I don't know who to trust. My good name. I liked Pyramid. No, I said because because we had talked to Jordan about this. I was like, I like Pyramid Head. Pyramid Head, but he felt pointless in that movie because he didn't do what he was or, like designed to do per what Jordan told us he represented. He That's he was, what I said. He said he was lame and he wasn't scary. I no. That's okay. not what I said. I'm going to have to go with Ben on this just because the way he articulated it sounded like something he would actually say. That's fair. Thank you. See? But you're still in the doghouse. Yikes. For, for this, look, I, he's, like, he's fine. Okay? It's good for them to use practical effects. I'm happy they you did that. you want to send us hate mail, it's actually Anderson at <laughs> hotmail.com, and that's hotmail. where you should send it to. Don't you mean Yahoo? Do you want to give them your real email address? Yahoo. up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we we passed it, good to go. Mm-hmm. We have to look forward to the the next ones, and also the new one. I'm really excited to compare it and contrast. Just, can we just watch the new one and not watch the other ones? I don't know. It depends on what the new one's like, because the new one from the trailers look like it's trying to mesh like one, two, and three all into one movie. Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel like it's gonna have some shittiness all all on its own. They can't keep making bad video game movies. Well, I mean, they haven't stopped yet. (laughs) (laughs) In that case, we got the run. We got the rate. Does it take game elements? It sure does. Well, I don't know about you guys, but it's time for me me to take my daily dose of the antivirus. Yeah, take two. If you haven't already, be sure to follow, subscribe, and rate the podcast. If you have questions or comments, hit us up on all the social needs. It's at FNVPod on both Instagram and Twitter. And be sure to come join us at Rodeo Cinema every month for our free Cozy Watch parties. Those who attend get to vote on the next month's event. You can get notifications by following us or Rodeo Cinema on all your social medias. And if you need another podcast to subscribe to, you can check out the other one that I am currently a part of, the Black Cat Horror Podcast, hosted by friend of the podcast dylan he was on the doom episode he's cool he is cool he's a cool guy and if you like these zombie monster ridden films then come check out that show too because we talk about all sorts of fun vampires and mummies Ooh, oh my and that can also be found on spotify and everywhere else ben what's going to be the next episode it is for sure going to be max Payne. i know i said that before just Jordan makes me say it so that if it's not true, all the blame comes to me. Yeah. So I promise you, next week is Max is Max Payne. <laughs> all right. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Smash that
fucking like button!